0: Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones.
1: Sunbury Motors, 4th Rated Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. A couple quick notes here. Um, Don sent in a uh, note to the show. Uh, I was listening to, to Doug and you. An additional factor in the Bucknell win around five minutes left. Colgate intentionally slowed their offensive game down. They lost a little rhythm and helped us as, you know, Don, of course, rooting for Bucknell. Absolutely right. Doug, uh, Don spot on. Exactly right. They shut it down. You got to keep playing aggressively. You got to, you got to do what got you there. And Don's exactly right about that. Really good point. I'm glad he brought that up. Then Doug writes, when is the suit going to handicap the Olympic curling field? It's appointment, li- it's appointment listening. <laughs> this is from Doug in Wellsboro. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Doug doesn't check in as often as he should, whether it's email or phone. But the thing is, though, when he does... He makes he's, a splash. He's too. <laughs> he Doug, pick, you he picks, are too good. He picks the spots. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dog, you're too good.
1: Uh, what is the suit going to handicap the Olympic curling field? <laughs> it's appointment listening. Doug from Wellsboro. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. This, mor- this morning. I'm, I'm at WPSU, and I'm, I'm working. We're doing work on the next Penn State basketball show, and. Um, and in the background, they have the TV set on. And it was curling. Now, I don't know which one of the NBC networks they had on. It may have been NBC Net, And it's right behind me, and it's the Netherlands against Sweden. And everybody's looking at the TV set. I said, who are we rooting for? And everybody said, we have no idea. (laughs) 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 That's the problem. (laughs) The problem is, everybody's like, okay. (laughs) Well,
2: it's like USA Network, they're also airing a lot of the uh, European hockey matchups during the Olympics.
1: Right, yeah. And again, this is like Switzerland versus
2: Slovakia or something, or, you know.
1: Yeah, and you're like, Okay. And again, without the NHL guys there, you know, all suddenly there's some names you can recognize, kind of attach yourself to, and so forth. They aren't there. So now it's, you know, Boris something or other, and you're like, uh, who does he, he play for? The uh, you know, Moscow Dynamo. Really? Wow. Yeah. What league are they in? So it's. Uh, I could have sworn it that is. was a soccer team. Yeah. <laughs> And you're looking around like I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, I mean, even the American team, like again, the U.S. women's hockey team. They're going to play Canada next, but it's a pool play. It's not in the medal round. Yeah, I'll watch some of that because I mean, every time they play, it's great. It's really great watching. It's a great game.
4: All right, let's get to our play-by-play call today. An American reaps gold and a great comeback. Here we go. The crowd fired up at the Phoenix Snow Park in Pyeongchang as Sean White is about to drop in. Currently in silver medal place. A chance to go for gold. 14. First hit is clean. Second. Back to back 14s. Skyhook follows. That's clean. Double McTwist lands it. The 14 at the end is clean. Sean White lands his final run here in Pyeongchang. But will it be enough to top Ayumu Hirano? American flags waving here in the stands at the Phoenix Snow Park. He's won it. Gold for Sean White. 97.75. It's the 100th gold medal in Winter Olympic Games history for Team USA and how fitting it comes from one of the all-time greats, Sean White. That
1: was the moment last night, and again, right, it goes back to Sean White, established star, American, and ends up winning gold after not meddling in Sochi. He wins his third gold medal. And uh, I don't know what you watched last night, Sean, but I watched that.
2: I definitely watched I, that. I, I it, was tuned it was,
1: in. It, it was live, and it was dramatic. Yeah. I, I, I it, was, it was great watching for me. I enjoyed it.
2: Yep, and that was great credit to NBC. They they let the moment breathe. I mean, that was one point where they put uh, the figure skating off to the off to the side, and they let that moment happen. And they they didn't rush to go back to the figure skating. They just let that moment just just fall into place. And including a uh, after the
1: fact too. But again, there are no Americans that are doing well in figure skating right now. I mean, that's again. There's you get if I'm making the call on the truck. I'm going Sean White, established star American. We're going. We're going there. And last night was pairs, right? I think the best yeah mixed, pairs yes. finish for the United States was seventh.
2: Yeah, sixth or
1: seventh. And they're right and now. they're a really really nice couple and. And so forth, but it again, it's not, doesn't quite have the same power to it How well about
2: the one that? beef i have getting the word out with olympics and highlights the problem is i mean that was the biggest story in sports last night and if you're gonna you know if you're a sports center fan you watch sports center at night before you go to bed whether it's the 11 or the or the midnight aversion with a uh, scott van, scott van pelt guess what you could not see a replay of anything of the olympics they're not but, allowed to run the replays it's all owned by right. nbc they can that's show right. they can show you know images and still shots and describe it, right. but you can't watch a replay of it on any other on any other outlet other than NBC. And
1: that's what one point one billion dollars in rights fees will get you—the ability to have complete control of the content. Uh, I don't think it would hurt to. After you've aired it live, to put it out after the fact and let them air it, because I think it would draw more people to you watching it. But that's that's me. I mean, sometimes some of that stuff is short-sighted, but that's what they—that's yeah, what—that's what the contract says. So that's what the contract says. All right. Maybe in the last half hour we can get the suit to handicap Curling. Can we do that? I mean since Doug asked for it.
2: He's still here. Yeah. Give the
1: people what they want. We can debate about we can debate the show. <laughs> 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 Let's bring in Andrew Callahan, twenty four seven sports. Andrew, welcome. Great to have you with us on the show as Penn State gets ready for Ohio State.
5: Well, you know, I think, of course, it's the old tale of two halves, right? I mean, Josh Reeves and Mike Watkins play combined 11 minutes in the first half. It's a, it's a close game. They get the five late to push them into a lead going into intermission. Reeves and Watkins return and they just absolutely dominate defensively. So I think, you know, if you're, if you're Penn State, you're looking to recreate those, those habits that you had in the second half where they denied easy baskets. I mean, Illinois was a very good offensive rebounding team. You saw that when Watkins was not on the floor, but when he got back, I mean, they just shut them down. So, you know, you eliminate easy buckets. For a team like that, that struggles offensively, you are going to go a long way, and uh, they're they're really playing the best basketball the season. Uh,
1: what does it t- it just look to Dick and me sitting courtside that this was a time where, when they had an opportunity to knock somebody out, they did. What did you think?
5: Yeah, I think so. You know, and it was also that Illinois got back to, I think it was, seven with about 14 minutes and 30 seconds to go. Penn State goes on another run, and it closes the game on 16-4, to which, you know, is not only just the starters. I mean, we put so much in Josh Reed and Mike Watkins because this isn't a deep team. But more importantly, you know, what got them through the first half were really key contributions from Julian Moore, Nas Bostic, and Jamari Wheeler, each of whom had real struggles, you know, the beginning of Big Ten play. I wouldn't expect them to keep, you know, having simultaneous success moving forward, but, you know, that played a role in being able to see in the second half too as much as Reese and Watkins because, of course, those guys need breathers, as Tony Carr, Lamar Stevens. And with eight guys rolling like they were, I mean, that's, that's the result you're going to get.
1: And, and that's, you know, benches can come in all sorts of ways. What have you seen from the role players on the Penn State bench? We know offensively what they can and can't do, but what have, what have their roles meant at least by time?
5: Well, I think, you know, you, you see Nas Bostic in particular, you know, really, I think, settling into his specific role. I mean, everyone's aware that his strengths largely lie on the defensive side. You know, he'll get a quick, easy bucket here. Yeah, a lot of hustle plays, and same for Jamari Wheeler, who's among the best, you know, uh, steal threats in the Big Ten, if not the best, in terms of just taking the ball away. So once they're able to stick to those roles because there's offensive support from, you know, the guys you expect to score, that allows everyone to thrive. I mean, when Josh Reeves was out, you know, you're talking about your second-best rebounder, your third or fourth-leading score, so that leaves that scoring that rebounding to other players. Well so it's a little bit beyond their means. So now that they're able to return to those roles and thrive, I think that's what allows them to be confident and then kind of build from there now that everyone's back together.
1: When you watched Ohio State, well K Bates Diop has been outstanding, but what have what has Chris Holtman done around K Bates Diop that's really made them a really good team and not just one guy?
5: I think it's just defensively there, as you always like to hear, kind of on a string. I mean, they play very, very well together and you've seen it, you know, play out more in the Big Ten schedule. They, they lost three games, um, you know, before December even got tipped off, but then you've seen the way that their cohesion has gone from there. I mean, they blow out Wisconsin in their Big Ten opener, handle Michigan, and there's just a mental toughness. I mean, not many teams go into Mackey Arena and beat Purdue, and particularly when Purdue is just ready to blow the doors off at any moment in that second half when they're going on runs and they're hitting threes and they're playing their games. But they hung around, they did enough defensively to bother Purdue, get a couple of buckets, you know, Bates v. up, gets that rebound, and eventually Ohio State leaves there with the win. So I think it all starts at that defensive end where there's no weak link and they just persist. So there's obviously a ton of talent, but the way he's been able to get them to play together has been super impressive as a first-year head coach.
1: What about now the matchup? How does Penn State match up with this team, in your opinion?
5: You know, it's not a great matchup. No one has an answer for Bates. Yep. Yeah, Pat Chambers called yesterday, you know, the MVP of the Big Ten, and I think it'd be hard to argue with him on that in any front. I think the thing playing well for Penn State, though, is regardless of who they're going to go up against right now, they're, like I said, they're playing their best basketball this season. They're going to be at home. But they feel like they have reliable contributions from their bench, which, are, you know, you really couldn't have said up until maybe the last couple of games. So even if they do suffer foul trouble to someone like Mike Watkins, who was able to stay on the court at Ohio State, they think they're going to be able to survive that and then be able to conjure a comeback because, again, you've got the crowd at their back. So, you know, Bates-Diop is going to be a problem, but I, but I think Ohio State really doesn't have an answer for Tony Carr. Lamar Stevens is a massive problem if he ever gets off to a, to a hot game, which, of course, we saw the last time they were at home. So, you know, X and O's are not going to be a whole lot different. They've already played each other, but, you know, Penn State's in a good situation because, because of their recent games and where this one will be played.
1: Games have uh, maturation periods. Where have you seen the maturation of Tony Carr's game?
5: You know, he's always had good control of, of his pace in the offense and a feel, you know, for, for the the entirety of his team, right? You know, when to push the ball, when to bring it back, when to lull someone down to the low block, beat them up, and put it up. Where I think he's gotten better is just a trust of his teammates. And, again, we, we talked about Josh Reeves being you know That puts a little bit more in everybody else's plate. Well, especially on Tony's, again, because he's your best option one-on-one with the shot clock running down, and we've seen Penn State getting many of those hairy situations. I think now that Reeves is back, who gives him confidence, and take some of that defensive load off that, that he has trust to kick it out to Joshua 3 or maybe if, if Shep Carner's open in the corner. So he's done a better job of, of choosing when to pass and when to shoot. And I, I wasn't in the camp that I thought he was ever taking too many shots because, again, he's your best offensive player. But you see that maturity and that trust grow, and that's you know probably your two most important ingredients for a point guard.
1: Uh, off topic for a moment, have you taken any time to take a look at the potential transfer rule and some of the different options with it?
5: You know, I've read a little bit, but not not too much to to talk uh, at length. I'd say, you know, I'm in favor of you know the kids having more freedom because, of course, there's a fixed time. And you look at the coaches; I mean, the coaching carousel happens every year, and they're allowed to bounce, you know, from 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 place to place. Brad Underwood, of course, is the head coach of Illinois. You know, was at Oklahoma State last year, and the year before that, Stephen F. Austin. So, I think the kids should be afforded the same freedom as the adult.
1: Okay, hey, appreciate it very much. Always enjoy it, Andrew.
5: Awesome. Thanks, Steve. We'll see you
1: later. Andrew Callahan, 24 7 Sports. We'll come back with more in a moment, and we will debate whether or not to have a curling segment as we continue on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Sunbury Motors. By the way, the Olympic ratings are down 6% uh, from. I think both Rio and Sochi, but that's to be expected in today's culture. I mean, that's, you're going to continue to see that as a constant in every sport. You know, baseball down, hockey down, basketball down, Olympics down, Super Bowls down a little bit. I mean, it's, you know, it's just the changing culture that we have. You know, there's so many options out there for people to watch and enjoy. Uh, NBC, to its credit, has... Um, shown more live Olympic action than I thought they would and I give them a lot of credit for that um, and uh, remember we told you the story of uh, of the figure skater the Paris figure skater uh, named Megan Duhamel who has been rescuing uh, dogs from the South Korean meat trade. I told you that story last week. Mm-hmm. Awesome story. Yeah, well, guess what? She won the gold medal today in Paris. How about that? Ooh, did I give something away? But two-time world champion, she rescued uh, the mini-dachshund Mute from the South Korean meat farm last February. She's been working with the nonprofit free Korean dogs, and Do adopted the two-year-old pup. She also has another one. She's been trying to work with others. And along with her skating partner, Eric Radford, um, she's, she's done well. So congrats to her.
2: I will admit five days into this thing, one, one thing that surprises me, at least the people that I have ran into and spoken to, uh, they're getting uh, quite a bit of the Olympic coverage uh, on their mobile devices. They've been using the NBC yeah, Sports good. app, which is great. And you know me, I'm, I'm more good. of a Twitter guy uh, than a Facebook guy, but don't forget, Steve Jones Show, both on Facebook and Twitter, Twitter handle at Steve Jones PSU. shameless plug. Um <laughs> I, I'm I've been noticing NBC sports, they are really hammering out the tweets, getting the word out, especially last night yeah, when the whole Sean White gold sure. medal story was going down.
1: Well, that's their job. They gotta get you interested in trying to watch it. Absolutely. I mean that's their job. I mean that's you know, that means somebody's doing their job exactly the way they're supposed to. Oh, it's
2: like the point I brought up earlier about not being able to mm-hmm. see any highlights on another network other than other than NBC. Uh you're able to see you're able to, you know, on the fly whether it's on Twitter or any other uh, social media platform if you get if you get through NBC you'll be able to watch that you can digest even more coverage
4: right
2: without having to wait for it to come up next on the TV
4: yeah but I speaking mean, of the TV
2: coverage but uh, Tarico's doing an awesome <clears throat> job
1: i think he's been great i think he's been great and he's done exactly what they hoped he would do uh, as as let's you know, over the years we've had between Jim McKay and Bob Costas, the elite of the elite, and Mike Tirico has fit right in. He's been seamless, He's been seamless. He handles it with the same calm that you uh, always expect out of that spot. That was a smart and, thing
2: though they did Sunday night. And it, if Tirico wasn't in the broadcast center; actually, went over to the uh, ice rink for the uh, figure skating yeah. on Sunday night. That was a
1: smart move. Yeah. Yeah, they put them in the spot that people wanted to watch. And again, I didn't see any of that uh, because I I had a game Sunday night and had a flight back. So I never saw any of that. Um, But yeah, it's. uh, Well, we have 10 days to go? Nine days to go?
3: Only 10 days to go, I guess. Up till the 25th? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And that's it. So uh, they better start skiing pretty soon, or <laughs> yeah, or else it's you
2: know. well. Hopefully, Michaela Schiffer will be uh, on prime time tonight. I guess they're going to try for the men's downhill tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, well, they got to do something here uh... because you just can't see. The ski lift, and like, okay, they're all coming back down. <laughs> I, I get tonight. I, that's that's tonight's
3: action. I get the
2: impression from them that I think that they did not expect these kind of conditions and such wind that they've been battling up at the top of the downhill.
1: Well, it is the Winter Olympics. <laughs> what did they expect? <laughs> Although, when
2: you see the pictures outside the uh, figure skating rink facility, there's no snow at all.
1: (laughs) There's no snow anywhere. (laughs) I don't know. Something's awry. (laughs) All right. A listener made a request. We're going to fulfill it.
0: Taking your calls at 800 795 9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones.
1: Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Doug from Wellsboro wanted to get a rundown on the Olympics. So what do you think so far? Sean White was awesome last night. Okay, so we're so we we got one guy. Okay. So we're we're several, we're almost a week in, one guy. Listen, the, the US owns the half pipe right now. The on the men's and women's <laughs> side, they absolutely own the half pipe. I'm not going to get into what a friend of mine said about it. Uh, (laughs) I I can only imagine. (laughs) I can only imagine. He works at BTN. I'm not going to get into it. (laughs) Uh, Listen, I enjoyed watching the halfpipe, but it's it's really fun to see the stories behind some of these athletes. I mean, you have a guy like Sean White who has had... A historic career in the Olympics with gold in Torino, gold in Vancouver, fourth place in Sochi, and then comes out and almost, what, about three months ago, takes a horrific fall hits the top of the of the pipe, you know, cuts his face up. He he was actually mentioned it in the in the one piece that NBC ran. He was afraid to look at himself in the mirror and still comes back and throws down the two or actually three runs that he threw down in the last two days. That was just an amazing thing to watch. Okay, so that's one night. <laughs> what about the other nights? <sighs> been a whole lot of nothing going on well, there. You know what? <laughs> You're not wrong. And that's what I was just going to say. That's been the disappointing thing is that the key events, the alpine events have been have been all pushed back so far because of heavy winds. And I was watching the forecast and they have this high pressure system in J- in China and the low pressure system in Japan and all the winds are coming right down over the Korean peninsula. What are we doing here? <laughs> Sorry, so you have Pyeongchang, you Pyeongchang yeah, what, weather. What is this? You have what? you have
2: Pyeongchang weather as a favorite in your weather app right now.
1: No, I was following Al Roker. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. If when I want weather, that's where I go. <laughs> <laughs> but they have the, 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 that is causing some heavy winds. As a matter of fact, they had to close some uh, the the Olympic Park there by the uh, seaside uh, resort areas. So they, where they have a lot of the speed skating and uh, and short track.
2: They should have put Al up at the top of the starting gate of the downhill. Then Listen, that would have been good.
1: I don't think anybody could stand up at the starting gate of the downhill. <laughs> that's why they should have put him up there. <laughs> we I pity want some entertainment poor, value here. I pity the poor guys that had to be up there to report. But that's been the big. That's been the big they're, disappointment. They're, being, they're they're being paid. They are <laughs> they are, but that's been the big disappointment so, so the, thus thus, my pity goes out the door there's a check in and, and, and I think another disappointment today was having a two nothing lead and losing in overtime, as the men 's hockey team did this morning. Nobody knows who these people are, no offense they don 't know who they are i'm not disagreeing with you one bit okay there so, so there's no interest people people in hockey. Th- yeah. there's, zero, there's zero interest in it they're like they lost to Slovenia, you have an entire country going. Okay, fine. What time's the Penguins game on? <laughs> and and you're not wrong, and you're not wrong. There is a little bit of luster that has been lost on the men's side without having the NHL there. <laughs> How about like like all of it's gone? You know, here's what, I want to get your thought on this, Steve. Is it right that the Olympic Committee, the the IOC, has let Russian athletes come in under the Olympic flag, under the name uh, Olympic athletes from Russia? Well, I mean, if they if they have all done nothing wrong, then they should be allowed to compete. But why? To me, they should be Olympic athletes. You know, I, it's the "from Russia" part that kind of bothers me a little bit. If you're okay, going to ban then a country, but, if you're going to ban but what a what country about the, for that, then what about the pair skaters from North Korea? But they haven't been banned. Their they country, weren't going to be allowed. They were not going to be allowed to compete in the games until correct. they made an agreement. Yes. Yes, they ha- and and that's correct. But if you have, I know it's correct, I said it. <laughs> but if you have a country that has been banned from the Olympics, it hasn't had any agreement, oh. it should be just they should run under the Olympic flag, unfortunately. I feel bad for the athletes that had nothing to do with it. But if you're going to make a stand as the International Olympic Committee, make a stand. I would I would I would have them come into, under the banner of them what would the there them banner be them just it just says them <laughs> just them or those athletes <laughs> them yeah. I, look the, first of all the international um, the international olympic committee is a, sta- a freestanding joke so Unreal. it doesn't really it doesn't really matter what they think i don't care what they think i don't care what they rule i think they've done some really great things to enhance the Olympic movement, and I think they've turned a lot of people off over the years. And, and I agree with you. And I think this is one of those issues that really has a lot of people upset. You know, the, the joint hockey. By the way, the uh, the Korean women's team, the joint Korean women's team, scored their first goal, and that was a, and that's a great thing. Now, how long is this joint agreement going to last? Probably at the end of February, it goes right back to where it was before. But you know, it's it's a nice symbolic thing. Did they win? They did not win, I don't Actually, you know what? <laughs> I don't know for sure, but if they only scored one goal, I highly doubt it. <sighs> yeah, well, the first of all, the North Korean couple legitimately qualified. Yes. Um, I have no problem with them being there as long as no, their country's allowed to be in part of it. But I thought we were supposed to be bringing the world together. Well, until you cheat... Yeah, but it's never stopped you in the air <laughs> But I have no talent, so I've got to make it up otherwise. <laughs> oh wait, maybe that's what the Russian athletes were doing too. I don't know. No, any, ath- any athlete that's caught doping should be eliminated yeah. from the whole deal. I mean and you know, I mean everyone knows the Russian Federation was deeply involved and so on and so forth. but I'm not big on penalizing an entire group when you know, people that didn't do anything wrong shouldn't be penalized. Um, I agree with that. I agree with and that. And if they, if, if they should go under the flag of them. <laughs> that, that was my only argument, is, is they shouldn't, uh, unfortunately, they should not be considered Olympic athletes from Russia. It should be just Olympic athletes. Okay. It's small little things like that that run through my mind. But there's a lot of people people that were discussing that on the worldwide stage, whether that's appropriate or not, or whether the IOC took a hard enough stance. Were they talking about it in uh, Danville? I don't know. I don't get out much. They were talking about it at one place in Danville. I could tell you that much. Well, okay. I thought you were in sales. I thought you got out and saw people. (laughs) No, no. I'm saying there was one place in Danville. They were definitely talking about it at my house Oh, okay. <laughs> that place, I could tell you for sure they were talking about it. I Listen, you no, know what sh- I'm looking forward to tonight? I think I think it's tomorrow night. Snowboard You know cross. what I'm looking forward to? The end of the Olympics. No, the the end of the segment. <laughs> well, <laughs> you took it a different route. We both got to the same place. But you took a different route to get there. No, I want... Look, okay. You know what I want to watch? I want to watch the U.S.... Canadian women's hockey game. Oh, I, think I that's do too. Great. I want to watch the 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 downhill skiing part and the and the uh, super G. Mm-hmm. I want to watch that. I want to see Michaela. Schiffer. Um, yeah, whatever she she skis. She skis. Whatever she skis, um, really, really well. No, well, we'll find out. I mean, you know, got to have it on that day. Uh, that's also and, true, yeah. And after that. Uh, maybe Oh, bobsled, luge, skeleton, snowboard nah, cross Oh, there's a lot of great stuff coming up t- They had two-man luge on today And I didn't really pay much of attention to it But I had other people in the office that were looking and going, what, Now, what's don't this? tell me what happened, I haven't seen it yet Now, here we go I've got okay, it on my I, DVR Okay, let me put it this way I can't tell you what happened because I was working and <laughs> didn't watch it good all right. but I, I can tell you the Americans didn't do anything. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> That's Jason. You got to root for him. In two-man luge, yeah, Jason Turbin. No, Mister Berwick. Mister Berwick. No, didn't happen. By the way, we got Mister uh, Wellsboro on the line. Uh, it's got to be Doug. We got Dougie. Doug, Doug. First of all, on behalf of the audience. <laughs> Okay. Thank God you called. I don't care. I don't. I don't care. I don't care what you want to talk about. I am. I am Spring all ball. Spring,
2: Blue white game.
1: I mean, I wanna t- you want to talk about wanna- the blue white game? You want to talk about <laughs> basketball? I mean, you want to talk about creative art? I don't care. <laughs> He wants to talk let's about t- the five colored rings.
6: Let's talk, let's talk IndyCar racing. Oh right, Now, there we are. Right, that's the one thing that
1: I will switch topics for.: <laughs> Well, I can relate the Olympics to IndyCar racing because in cross-country skiing, the, one of the 5,000 times it was on when I was in Illinois, there was a crash.) Okay?
6: <laughs> now come on, Steve, aren't you into this Olympics at all?
1: I just said I watched Sean White last night. I thought it was great. Uh, I watched, but the other I had spent. It's been haphazard for me to watch it because I've been traveling. No, there's no excuse. You got the NBC Sports app. Yeah, it really works great in the plane. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then of course, and of course, while I'm doing the Illinois basketball game, hey, look, Dick, check this out. There's we're in 24th. Out. We're we're in 24th place in cross country skiing. <laughs> You've got a time out every now and then. Great news! They're giving out participation medals.
2: Just hopefully, there's going to be more nights like last night for the rest of the way, and then I'll be I'll be more in tune to.
1: I mean, what's on tonight?
2: Well, hopefully, Michaela Schifrin will be. Yeah, on.
1: hopefully. That, yeah, as long as it went, as long as it uh, it actually happened. Yeah, but you, you just outlined a cold front. <laughs> well, it's moving. I mean, they expected today to be okay. Doug, here, Doug, trivia question. You're the one person I know that can answer this. I, I feel I I know you can. All right, who won the 100th U.S. Winter Olympic medal? For goodness sake, Sean White! Last oh, night, now on. move on.
2: Sean
4: White, thank you. <laughs> come on. Geez, well, you, you, phrased, God, you, you
2: phrased the question wrong. Oh, one hundredth gold God, medal. One hundred. You said one hundredth medal. It's one hundredth gold, gold This is
1: now. This has now become a show of low hanging fruit. What's going on? <laughs> Well, listen, I know this show does not dwell in the Olympics very often, or very much, or well at all for that matter. Since you left, yeah. So I just wanted to make sure that we at least had some information on this program about the Olympics. Did
2: you bring a fun fact in with you
1: or not? That was my fun fact. Really?
2: Yeah. Thanks. I could have played your music, but you know, Steve's (laughs) been filling in for you for the last five days.
1: Yeah, in fact, why don't you play the Olympic fun fact (laughs) here at this point? I have mine. Oh, cool. Doug, 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 I know you're anxious. Here we
2: go. Okay. All right. Of course you remember this. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. But you may not know this. It's an Olympic
1: fun fact with Kevin Herr on the Steve Jones Show. Hi, everybody. Steve Jones filling in for Kevin Herr. The Olympic fun fact is there's not been one Olympic skiing event since Sochi. <laughs> All right, that's our, no, no, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. there have been many Olympic events, uh, many skiing events. <laughs> Doug i just Doug, want, I just I, Doug, I just make them up as I go. <laughs> Doug, I just love the moment when he said, filling in for Kevin Hu there's something I never thought I would ever hear.
6: <laughs> That's quality material right there
1: uh, I mean absolutely, you know in fact, in the sales meeting over digital media, you know, there's been some thought of having somebody fill in for Kevin
4: Huth.
6: <laughs> 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 Kevin, what do you say? You and I, two man luge, next Olympics. I'll have to listen.
1: If I, I'm going to have to be on the bottom of that sled, brother, <laughs> I get on the top of that sled. We're going to find ourselves outside the outside that uh, tube in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd watch that <laughs> I could, fact, I, could trend on the, I could trend
2: on the internet for a while.
1: Yeah, I, in, fact, turn, in, fact, in fact, in fact, I'd be willing to pay more on my cable bill to see it. <laughs> I don't know, Doug. Turn nine worries me. I don't know if I can handle turn. I don't know if we can handle turn nine. <laughs> uh, this is you. This is just the two of you driving to get to the run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Doug, I'm telling you right now, snowboard cross is a not miss event. Snowboard Cross, which was
3: that? Snowboard Cross is... Oh.
6: <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> now, Jones is gone. Did he they is did it come on on snowboarding? The did they cross-country ski with snowboard? Well, it,
1: yeah, it, it, you're close, but they actually have turns, <laughs> banks. You basically have four guys racing down a hill with a bunch of sharp turns, a bunch of banks, and there's a lot of contact, there's a lot of pushing. It, it's, it's like watching motocross when they try and get the whole shot right out of the end uh, of the first turn. See,
2: man, it's just me getting old. I think this is just turning more and more and more into X Games, and I—I I don't know. That's just kind of.
1: Well, a lot of this developed out of the X Games. You're yeah. right. Yeah. You're right. A lot of this developed out of the X Games. The more you talk, the more st- the staff has fear because they're going to drug test everybody in the staff.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> they, they're you making doing sports up. No. Well, and they do the same thing. They have a uh, a ski cross too. Where it's the same setup, instead of being on a snowboard, you're on skis.
6: Kevin, what do you think of that indoors that indoor short track uh, speed skating stuff? Every time they go around the lap, either somebody falls or disqualifies. That's exactly <laughs> right. I this know goes back else. to IndyCar. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
1: it's like IndyCar on ice. It is. There's a lot of drafting going on and, and listen, I don't have any idea how they decide who's at fault on these and who gets the penalty and who gets automatically pushed through. That's a, you can t- if somebody gets taken out in this short track short track speed skating you can automatically advance Even in not finishing the race It is so confusing to me I like watching it I just don't get it I, I don't understand how they make the decisions I'm with it's you on that it, I tried- yeah. In South Korea I- it is a, a oh. major, major sport So Apollo Anton Ono is, is actually a rock star in, in South Korea and he's not I he's tell you he's in, not Se- even in, Se- in Seals Grove he wouldn't be <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's now endorsing candy bars
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. He is a, he's a he is a candy bar. He so. is. Yeah, I enjoy watching that. I think that's really entertaining. Um, but I have to I have to say, bobsled, luge, and skeleton are my three. I don't miss those.
6: Now I've got to tell you, Kevin. Uh, a couple summers ago, I was up in Lake Placid and I actually did the bobsled run up there. You can do it in the summer oh, on rollers. Yeah, what
1: I'm was not, that like, Doug? Doug, what was that like? Seriously, it was what cool was that actually, like? That sounds like it sounds like it's a lot of fun. How fast did you? How fast were you? Go, were you able to go on that thing?
6: It was on the 1932 track. It wasn't on the the, the most recent okay. track. It Was on the 1932 track, and they did it on rollers. And you actually got going sixty, seventy mile an hour on the last couple curves. Um, it was, wow. my son and I did it. it. It was very. We have a tape of it. and That's The whole thing. Really it was. Cool. And That's what? really cool.
1: They start you know, what, three really quarters cool. of the way up, up the, or uh, about a quarter of the way down the hill. You don't start from the original start. It's a little further down, if I remember right. I haven't done hey, it. I read about it. Kevin, Kevin, don't hyperventilate. Just ask the question. I'm excited. <laughs> I, 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 this is this is on my bu- This is number two on my bucket list. I am. That is no joke. It is number what? two on my bucket list. Okay, I'm afraid you, you, to ask, what, what's 1st Oh, and one at the party. No. <laughs> no, that's that's a miracle. That, there's no way that's going to happen. You almost witnessed one. That's right. Yeah, I witnessed it, but not. I didn't actually have it happen to me. Eight inches. I, Making sales goal? No, that's just... <laughs> wow, darn! <done>. Man! <laughs> I thought you were the one person that was on my side. He's making up for lost time. Wow. Okay, okay that's where, that's where that's Doug, they break. Off. That's where we break out the Al Michaels. Do
3: you believe in miracles? <laughs> <laughs> yes! Doug, you are my hero. <laughs>
1: Number one on the bucket list is, uh, is a ride in the IndyCar two seater. But Mario has to be driving.
6: Uh. I can't help you there. I've never done that. Yeah,
1: but I'll tell you what. I I was I almost last summer made a trip up to Lake Placid to do exactly that Done. Now, so now you're going now you're going
6: to have endless. to do that. You
2: got to yeah. do that. You got to make that happen now.
1: I tried to get my kid to do luge too, but he he was, you know, he said that's okay, dad. I like having my legs attached. Yeah. It's amazing how he's <laughs> gone to college. How much smarter he got. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Yeah, you can do both. You can do the, the bobsled, or they have a full, fully-enclosed sled for luge. They, they stick you in and throw you down there.
1: And now, are you in, is it a two-man or a four-man? Sled? Yeah.
6: It's four-man. They have a driver and a brakeman.
1: So you're and in the cool.
6: And then they have two passengers.
1: Even the listeners are now saying "Making sales goals. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit that that was pretty good. Oh, it was really good. It was really good. It was good. Okay. I mean, you know who's not laughing? Roger.
6: (laughs) Go to break. (laughs) All right. I got to go, guys. So, Dilly Dilly. Dilly 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 Dilly. Dilly (laughs) Dilly. dilly.
3: (laughs) Oh.
1: I'm gonna open up a bobsled track in Wellsboro. That'll be that'll be our the joint venture between myself and Doug. And exactly what are you gonna open it up with? You'd need capital, which means you'd have to make sales. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> the Steve Jones bobsled run. Oh great! Yeah, I got to name it after me. Suit
2: suit lights inheritance going down the drain.
1: (laughs) No, it's it's going to the college. He's going to. That's where it's going. (laughs) Oh boy, you wanted to be a dad. All right, so. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, Kevin, thanks for coming on the show. What an absolute, what what a delight it was. they're, half the audience has no idea what you're talking about, but that's okay. <laughs> it's the same way in a regular basketball game. Half the audience doesn't know what I'm talking about. But, hey, I've been able to be successful this long. Speaking of basketball,
2: hey. you'll be covering uh, Heartland Championship games Friday
1: night. That's true, with Matt Catrillo on uh, SECB 8. Great. No, very good. Very good. Uh, you and Matt do a great job. Looking forward to it. All right. All uh, right. This is the same guy we had on yesterday, right? That that like gave up on his team at the end of the game, and then all of a sudden, like there was no time and then there was time. I, I that,
4: could have sworn this,
1: I heard that. Is this is this the same guy? I thought it was. And he's now talking about a cross between snowboarding, cross country skiing, ski jumping, well, yeah. snowmobiling, all and the mamajama. <laughs> I'm versatile. I'm telling you, the stuff he's described does not exist, right? <laughs> it can't. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap the show. Tomorrow, Dave Revson will be on the show. We'll actually talk basketball. And uh <laughs> Neil Coolong will be on the show. Matt Leon here on News Radio ten seventy WKOK, brought to you by Sunbury Motors.
3: The competition is on! And this month, Sunbury Motors is going for the gold! February is the month to get Olympic size savings at SMC. Sunbury Motors Ford is having their annual President's Day sales event. Plus, it's truck month. SMC is where you want to be to choose from four city blocks of new Fords. SMC has discounts up to sixteen grand, And some vehicles are at half price. SMC is where you want to be to save up to $16,000 on new Ford trucks. And they start as low as $25,919. Choose from over fifty of the top selling Ford Escape and they're slashed to nineteen nine eighty. SMC has the best hidden secret in the car business. Take over fifteen thousand dollars off a of C Max Energy. That's more than half off. Lease it for only 179 $1. dollars a month for thirty <laughs> six months with zero down. That's right, nothing down, and it includes tax tags. Plus, the first payment is taken care of. Hurry, there's only eight left. SMC is where you want to be for Olympic size savings during Truck Month and the President's Day sales event. Sunbury Motors Ford in the North Fourth Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury.
0: You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. You can hear us anywhere in the world with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app.